Hey everybody, Merry Christmas, this special episode. What if you don't celebrate Christmas? Shit. Um, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> thank you. That's a little surprise there. We have a guest today, and this is Matt and Brittany, and introducing the Neil Jordan Kelmer. Hello, how's everyone? What if he didn't want his full name to be broadcasted to everyone? That's right, security purposes. <laughs> security. Yeah, oh, we're going to have to cut that oh, out. excuse me, Neil Kelm. There you go. There we go. The, the, the Neil Kelm. Yeah, that's <laughs> his fake name. Hebrew Hammer himself. Hebrew Hammer. One of the same. One of the same. Anyways, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is a special Christmas episode, surprise drop. It is a special December 25th episode. Yes. So hope For anyone who does not celebrate Christmas. Yes. Yes. Because there still is a December 25th regardless of what you celebrate. Yes. Maybe you're going to the movies today. Maybe you're eating Chinese food. Maybe you're seeing your family. Maybe you're not seeing your family. Somebody in my class said that was a tradition with the Jewish people. It, it certainly is. It's a big deal. Okay, what? Thank yeah, you. Thank you for Chinese. confirming. Spider-Man and General Tzu's. Oh, is that the new team up? <laughs> 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 Anyways, so we watched um, one of my favorite movies. Neil, one of your favorite movies, right? Absolutely. And Brittany loves this movie as well. Yes, I do. So obviously you know what it is because you see the title of the episode. However, I'm going to introduce it anyways. It is the Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way from 1996. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rock and Roll jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Um, Again, we welcome Neil to the episode. Welcome, Neil. Thank you for having me. So when we were talking about when we first started this podcast, um, I wanted to have a couple guests on occasionally once in a while. For the Clerks episode, I had my good friend Matt Marunich because like we bond over Kevin Smith, right? But for us, yes, Home Alone is amazing. Yes, Christmas Vacation and the Santa Claus is amazing. But one of the best movies of all time, the best Christmas movies of all time, is Jingle All the Way, in my opinion. Very true. Um, yeah, not not to name names, but I believe some people would say this is the greatest Christmas movie of, of all time. <laughs> wow, dropping dropping bombs over here. I'm not naming names, but some people some they, they people. might they might think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jingle All the Way. Um, it, Jingle it, All the Way. It has its critics. Yes, is it the best plot of all time? No, not even usually close. not. People <laughs> people don't say that. But is Arnold Schwarzenegger the epitome of amazingness in this film? Yes. Go All ahead. right. So basic plot here is Arnold Schwarzenegger is the dad. Rita Wilson plays the wife or the mother and a really annoying kid. Plays Jamie, Jamie Lloyd. Yeah. I'm, I'm not we, sure. are, we are confirming our sources. Um, I'm, I'm not sure who saw this movie and thought, 
Wow, this game would be great to you know, kick off a new Star Wars franchise. Excuse me, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, oh yes, there you go. Jake yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Anakin Skywalker, this kid right here, right? But So, yeah, we have the annoying kid, Jamie, a.k.a. Jake Lloyd. Yes, and what he wants for Christmas is what most kids want this year for Christmas, and that is the elusive Turbo Man action figure or Turbo Man doll, as co- most commonly referred to in this movie. So... And <laughs> men, right? Men can't get a job done. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Howard. 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 That is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character name. Uh, it was Howard's job to get said Turbo Man action figure, and he did not. And, and it, it is now Christmas Eve, yes. and he is scrambling around the city trying to find the Turbo Man doll. And they are sold out everywhere. You can get Booster, though. <laughs> Nobody wants Booster. <laughs> Poor Booster. And shenanigans ensue. This movie is based off of two big toys from like yes. the 80s and 90s. Yes. I, I did know this. Mm-hmm. And it's based from the 80s, the Cabbage Patch Kids, mm-hmm. and the 90s, the Power Rangers. Yes. Personal experience from my father, Dad, I love you. He went out, and I'm sure your father... I don't really think you collected Power Ranger toys, Brett, so I don't know if you can I say did this. not. Possibly. But Power Rangers was so huge, and they had the coolest toys. However, the show got too big, and the demand for the action figures skyrocketed, and they didn't have enough action figures. Right. So my dad would be going to Toys R Us at 5 o'clock in the morning right after he would finish work, and Franklin Mills... Ah, yes. And trying to get the Red Ranger gloves or the Dragon Zord or the um, the White Ranger saber or whatever it is. The dagger. It was, it was the dagger. dagger. Yeah. I never, I never got the Green Ranger Green Ranger dagger. I still remember. See, so it does mess you up a little bit. But yeah, like he said, it was very hard. He might have paid double or triple um, for some of those toys. I, I believe it. And he said he found a couple. So uh, I think I asked him when recently, the last couple of years, I asked him like in Jingle All the Way, you know, which I mean, he doesn't know the movie as good as we do. But I was like, is that like accurate somewhat? And he's like, yeah, I've seen something. He he got pushed by a woman in Toys R Us before. Wow. I'm not surprised. And, and to push yeah. your dad would you would yeah. have some big cojones. He's like six one and he's, he's the big guy. He's the biggest like, broad shoulders. So, yeah, he has been pushed uh, fighting over Power Ranger toys. So. I'm, I I can only think my, that uh, this my, is my true. I got swindled out of a wrestling figure before. Actually, <laughs> I'm not shocked at all. Yeah, he was he was in, <laughs> he was in Toys R Us, and he found a very elusive uh, a referee. Actually, he was very hard to find. Ah, and some woman said, uh, "Hey, I was just at KB Toys, and they had a bunch of them, and they were cheaper." And my dad. And yeah, yeah, we're Jews. We save money. So <laughs> yeah, he, that's right. He he went to KB, and lo and behold, they had none. And Went back. What referee was like in the BCA era? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. bone crushing action, uh, right. WWF action figures. We won't go too much into detail. There's other podcasts for that. Actually, to build off of what you said, um, obviously the influences are there with the Cabbage Patch Kids. And yeah, the Power Rangers looking like the Demon Team. Yes, but, uh, actually, I read that like because of the timing of this release. It really closely resembles the Tickle Me Elmo craze. <gasps> That's yeah. true. That was around then. Yeah. It was Tickle Nine, Me Elmo and then, it, then and the Furbies. And Furbies and then Nintendo. Oh my God, the Furbies. Yeah. Terrifying, wow. Terrifying creatures. And then, and yet everybody wanted one. Yeah. Oh, I had one. They yeah. sing. I don't doubt that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a Furby, but I had my friends had a Furby. My mom wanted one. I wanted one. So we had a joint Furby. 
Your mom wouldn't want yeah, Why am I not surprised? Furby. We had a joint Furby, and it got to the point where it just kept singing and kept talking. We had to put it in the closet. Is it still in there? Probably. Oh, geez. <laughs> I can check on Christmas. Anyways, so yeah, Harold's, Harold is on the case. He's trying to find his, his Turbo Man doll. Howard? Did you call him Harold? It's definitely no. not Harold. Howard. Howard. No, you didn't. Oh, uh, whatever. I, I, I also heard Harold. Yeah, I mean, I can go back and listen. And it's probably going to be the wrong name. <laughs> yeah, roll the tape. Roll, roll it back. <laughs> I can't roll it back when we're recording. But anyways, Howard is on the case. He's trying to find his Turbo Man doll, and he meets up with Myron, played by Sinbad, which is the comedic relief that we need. Absolutely. And he, I'm so sad he's not in like things like currently because he's great. Like he's not yes. dead. He's, he's very much alive. I just don't know why he's not doing much because. Well, in this movie, he's, he's a very angry mailman. Yeah. He's gone. Or mail person. He's gone postal. He has gone postal. There was a bomb threat at one point. Fruitcake. But they're, they kind of meet up at different points of the movie and they're, right kind of battling each other over the over these Turbo Man dolls. They're action figures. That's right. Well, they, they call them <laughs> dolls a lot in the movie. They do. That's D-O-L-L. It. Right. So we got Sinbad and uh, Howard. They're teaming up. They're trying to find us Turbo Man. No, they're not teaming up. Well, they team up temporarily. He wants to be a team. When it's convenient, they team up. Yeah. And when, it's, when they get close, they uh, turn on each other. So then we have the whole Mall of America scene with um, the bouncy balls because they're doing a raffle at the one toy store. Of course, they double the value of the right. action figure. Because that one toy store was able to get in a few Turbo Man. A few. A limited few. delivery. Yeah. Yes. So then they're doing this lottery. And in order to get into the lottery for a chance to get a Turbo Man. A chance. You have to have a ball. The ball has a number on it. And then... The scene is just amazing. It, yeah, it's all over the place, but in the best possible way. Um, this whole time, when this is happening, you see Booster and um, Dementor. Dementor, that is not right. What's that, his name? That is correct. Deme- oh, I'm just thinking Harry Potter. So I'm thinking <laughs> Dementors. It's the same thing. Shared universe. Yeah, it's Dementor um, and the demon team. Right. So then we see those action figures in the background. Uh, which is actually funny because no, I nobody did, nobody wants them apparently. I well, it's funny to say that because I did look up on eBay near the end of the film, and you can get Turbo Man, Dementor, and Booster original props for eighty seven hundred dollars on eBay. <gasps> All right, well, wow. when you get a chance, send me that list. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Okay, you buy, so buy it now. Is there a parallel to them then? So we're. We're, right. we're comparing the Turbo Man craze to, like, the craze of the Power Rangers, the craze of the the um, the Tickle Me Elmos, the craze to the Furbies, the craze to the Cabbage Patch Dolls. But is there, like, a comparison to the things that nobody wanted? I mean, since there's any same action figure line, this happened a lot. And to go back to wrestling figures for a second, there would always be, like, when, like, you could probably say when we went to Shamity Mall and you go to KB Toys right there by Boscops, you walk in, you see there's WrestleMania 15 action figures, right? Yeah. And you're looking for Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're looking for The Rock. And what do you see? Dr. Death Steve Williams and Jacqueline yeah. and all these like the jobbers of the set. The, the, these, are what, these are what collectors refer to as shelf warmers. Yeah. Things. Peg warmers, yeah, if you exactly. will. Like, yeah. They're warm and the pegs are not moving. Yeah, They're not going nobody anywhere. Wants them, yeah. Right. Or you would see like accessory sets. Or a budget figure where it would be, like, not as detailed. Okay, so were there, like, Power Rangers that would there would be an excess of that nobody would want? I think. I mean, like the Power Ranger craze was happening. 
I don't know. Pretty much at that point, like everything was flying off the shelves. That was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? Yeah, like well, I'm sure there were like villains. Yeah, like people didn't. Want There's them. probably certain villains, right? And what's funny is like now those villains are probably worth more money, you know, because it's been so long and nostalgia hits hard. Yeah, I can't think of any like toys that, like at that time that were. Mm, it was just yeah. it was just a curious question. What a lot of toy companies would do, and what they end up doing with the Power Ranger figures was. Once they realize, oh, my God, the demand of this is so high from parents, they make too much, mm-hmm. and then it's flooded. And that right. happens a lot now. I was like, look, look at Funko with the pot vinyls. Right. Yeah. Here's here's Groot. Here's Groot with a hat. <laughs> here's Groot holding a hat. Like just, Here's a diamond Groot. Yeah. Like You can only <laughs> buy so many of them before you get tired of it. Right. They came out with a Turbo Man action figure. That's true. Funko now. And who was like the first two people to get these action figures? It was us. That, absolutely. He sent me He sent me the link. He was on Walmart.com. It's all Neil's like, fault. Just give me the word and I'll, I'll get you one. And I and it's all because of this movie. Neil, you're supposed to be the sponsor. Yeah. He sponsored in me purchasing. That's right. Some, some things you just can't wait. You know? Right. And then when I saw there was a Turbo Man Funko Pop. It's sitting right there. Yeah. Howard is looking right at me. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Myron will, will be in the mail next week. For you? Yeah. Yeah. Week 29th. I, I did not get Myron. Kind of funny the mailman's coming from in the mail. So after the Mall of America scene right. where he strikes out because he pretty much assaults a child. He does. In the ball pit. Very, creep, very creepy scene. Right. We, we do pit. not like it. Now he doesn't insult the child's ball pit. That's completely. T- well, the ball is in the child's mouth. He grabs the child's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Okay, to try to get the ball out. Uh-huh. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good at all. Um, he meets Santa. He does meet Santa. Who is John Belushi, right? John? Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. Okay. Yes, his brother. Um, and he wants, he he overhears that he's looking for a Turbo Man. And he sh- his elf shows him a picture of Turbo Man with the that day's newspaper on a Polaroid. If that doesn't date this movie, I don't know what does. <laughs> But they end up taking a drive to this warehouse. And as they open the door, there is Santas and elves and more bootleg toys than you'll ever see in your life. Well, you don't know their bootleg yet until we get to this Turbo Man. It's like a secret underground ring of like sleazy Santas, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a like black the, market. the black yeah. market of yeah. yeah Santas and toys. Exactly. And he pays them $300, of course. It's not like the North Pole or the South Pole. It's like the East Pole. You know? It's the East Pole. Or far northeast pole. And first of all, that's a lot of money to keep in your wallet. Back then, though, I don't know. Maybe. I think it was more common for people to carry around large sums of money yeah. back then. Nowadays, yeah. yeah. I don't have anything. I can tell you right now. There's I, nothing. I, I have plastic. Yeah. I have, I have plastic. I have... I did have a lottery ticket in there. But he buys this Turbo Man. And as soon as he gets it, it's actually wrapped. So he unwraps it. And it starts speaking Spanish. It's the multilingual edition. It's the multilingual edition. And as soon as he opens the box, it just disintegrates. All the pieces fall apart and fall into the floor. Some assembly required. Which is funny. Uh, apparently, there is. I, I, I did. I saw this last time we watched it. And I, I always remember now. After that happens, and when right before the fight scene starts, there's an elf in the background right there holding that box. And he's, he's assembled again. I'm like, oh, whatever. They just huh. messed up. Yeah. Yeah. We see that a lot in movies. Yeah. It's little stuff. It's not that big of a deal. It happens. But yeah, so Jim Belushi's, you know, egging him on to hit him and hit him. And then he pulls his beard back. And then, like, all the Santas and elves are jumping on him until, you know, he realizes he has a big adversary. And who is that adversary? I'm going to deck your halls, bub. That's right. Is that a 
Paul White, the big show. Yeah, it is. Of WWE fame, now AEW. And uh, his I think one of his first acting roles. Yes. Because it was 96. So that means WCW, right? Mm-hmm. He was res- wearing his wrestling boots, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I'm sorry. Why is it obvious? Because they did a pan, <laughs> pan, like a pan shot from his feet to his beard. I don't know. But yeah, he, he scuffled with Arnold, which they never showed them like, like face to face. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Arnold's like a lot shorter than we realize. I don't know. He's he, six six something, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I think they wanted to embellish the height a little bit on the right the giant. Right. Exactly. Um, to the opposite end of that, actually, his uh, his little buddy that he accidentally punches um, is an uncredited uh, first appearance for Vern Troyer, actually. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, like yeah. Mini Me? Yeah, absolutely. I did not know that. That's first true. first scene. Wow. Well, a little say, fun fact there for yeah. you folks. I thought it's a short scene. <laughs> no, that's not. That's, Matt, that's, that's not nice. Around here, we try not to punch down, okay? Oh, boy. And in the middle of this fight, <laughs> there is... And in the middle of this fight, there is a police swarm Yes. into this warehouse. It was apparently a sting operation or something. That was the excuse. Yeah. Harold said it was a... <laughs> An undercover. Yes, operation. he's undercover as Harold, so his cover wouldn't be blown. Exactly. Speaking of which, if you're a cop and you can't see the difference between a real badge and a fake badge, <laughs> probably, probably shouldn't be on the force. Yeah, shame on you. Shame on, yeah, exactly. But he gets out of that, and then where do we go? We go to the... Radio, uh, his, his car breaks down. His car what? breaks down. We get to the diner. He sees visions of his son drinking when he's talking to well, Myron. He, he meets up with his, his post yeah. Man friend. And then Myron talks about the, um, what was the, the Johnny, Johnny 5? Seven, John, yeah, <laughs> Johnny 5. And you said, when we were watching, you said it was apparently a real toy, a real toy right? Yeah, yeah. I was doing That's research cool. on that. I didn't, I actually know that, but yeah, it was a real toy. said, like, it messed him up, and he said that, like, his one friend did get it, and now he's, like, a CEO of a major, yes. major company. He's a millionaire, and he's like, look at me. Look what I do. And you were like, There's I don't. No, I don't, no correlation between the two, I don't think. Any, yeah. I'm like I'm sure all of our parents, you know, try to get the toy that everybody wanted at some point That's to true. make them feel more special. I mean, I was spoiled as a child. I know Brittany says I still am spoiled. That is correct. But yeah, I, I got a lot of things when I was a kid that I didn't need. Well, that's the magic of being a child. Question. Answer. I know, uh, Brittany. I know yours, and I know mine. But Neil, was there a toy that like you really, really wanted? Christmas ends like I mean well, doesn't he end. doesn't celebrate Christmas ha- uh, Hanukkah <laughs> ends sorry <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example 1999 I really wanted the Mick Foley have a nice day book why okay. I don't know it was 11 wow. it was a 500 page book but whatever I'm a wrestling fan well, sure for stars on that one huh? yeah so I remember I was with my dad at a bookstore and we saw it and it, at that point it was impossible to find okay. when it first came out so he didn't get it for me and at that point, I was like, why didn't he get it and just save it for later? Because, like, I know the deal. I won't say what it is. But he didn't get it. And I was like, oh, well, then means he got it at home. Christmas, we open all the gifts. No Mankind McFoley book. I start getting very upset. Right. And then here it comes from out of the closet, a la Buzz Lightyear. A la A Christmas Story with Ralphie <laughs> and the Rifle would be a better example. So do you have a, a similar situation? Hold on, Neil? hold on. Toy Story is way better than Christmas Story. We gotta this touch is, that. This is a debate for okay. another day. All right, not, true. Don't, don't, 
This is a one-hour so show. So for one of the nights of Hanukkah, did that ever happen? Did you get to the, the like? Did you get to the eighth night and you know they tried to brush it off and act that like they didn't get you something and then boom? We just set all this up for nothing. Uh, yeah, I can't really recall a toy that I really wanted that I kind of got surprised with. But uh, yeah, one toy I did always want that I actually didn't get. Um, Uh-oh. All there, right. there were two different versions of it, and I know you're going to know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, Myron, let's hear it. Let's, <laughs> let's. I, I'd, be, I'd be a wealthy CEO right now if I had, <laughs> if I had gotten this for everyone listening. Um, this is all like... It was like an air hockey set almost, but there was like a Ninja Turtles version. Oh, my God. A WF Hasbro version. Yes. And I... I think it was like air hockey, right? Wasn't it? It, it yeah, it was uh, air hockey. And they all had six. Wait, so you wanted the wrestling one or the Ninja I, Turtles one? Either one would have been fine. But I remember, like, I saw the Ninja Turtles one in stores uh, multiple times, and that's just that's one toy that always escaped me. Would you be shocked as, if I told you I had that? I believe I knew that you had that actually. Yeah, and I got rid of it. I gave it away. Like Matt had everything. I didn't have everything. It's really disgusting. I didn't have everything. Almost. <laughs> Yeah, I um, never had the White Ranger gloves. Okay, <laughs> that's what escaped me, and look where I am now. Yeah, like, I'm. I'm certainly lucky in the fact that there were a lot of toys or a lot of things that I wanted, and my my parents like came through and they did get them. But yeah. there, I don't think there was ever a situation in where like they kind of like tricked me and like, oh, you didn't get the toy, and then it just kind of pops up, a la Buzz Lightyear, some might say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or the better example, a la Christmas Story, but that's me. Yeah. Hey, Which, whatever. Now that did happen to, to each you. Its own. Brit, right? It did happen what to was me. Your story? Unless I made it up in my head. No, it's very detailed. But I'm pretty sure that Christmas came. I opened all my gifts. There was one thing that I wanted more than anything. It was not under the tree. And then all of a sudden, <gasps> what's that in the back? Was it Justin Timberlake? No. no. It was an easy bake oven. Oh my god. That see that That's is what a I good wanted. classic gift. Not a book. A book that I never read, but I still, guess what? I never got rid of it. I can't. Did you read it? Not yet. I'm getting there. <laughs> it's you been... still have it? You haven't read it? I read the first 100 pages and gave up. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's only been 23 years. <laughs> I'll get to it. If I read one page a day for like a year and a half, I could finish it. We've digressed, but yeah. there was a good discussion. Yeah, so I wanted to bring that up. I back to the plot. Yeah, it's okay. back to the plot. They're They're sitting in the cafe, and on the radio, they hear... An advertisement for um, if you call in this station with all the reindeer, you will win a Turbo Man. Brittany, what's all the reindeer? Go. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. There you go. And, so, and I guess call, Rudolph. called in and was reciting the uh, Jackson 5. I, I don't know. <laughs> Tito, Jermaine. I don't know you get the two mixed up. <laughs> I mean. I'll, no. So now they're fighting over the phone. And they Disconnect the phone from the wall, maybe? <laughs> Myron's still trying to talk on it. <laughs> so now they're running. They're two fair, blocks he, down fair, he, a Wabasha. Uh, Myron thought he was still talking, but yeah, he, he did just have a little bit of rum or whiskey or something. <laughs> so so. He had something. Probably they were a little buzzed. They were drinking. That's true. So you get to the radio station. Mm-hmm. They you start you? yelling at the uh, DJ who played the principal on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, by yes. the way. Martin Mull. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm. I didn't even know his name. There we go. And he informs them that they don't actually have a Turbo Man doll. They have a gift certificate to get a Turbo Man eventually. Eventually? Yeah. And it looked like one of the old like Toys R Us like, gift certificates. Because I, 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 I must have gotten that. I'm sure. I like, lived at that store at some point. Yes. We, we keep veering off. But do you remember back in the day at Toys R Us when like you went in a video game? You had to take a little like 
receipt to the to the yes. they would get the game for you. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't walk around the store with the video games. I know. Because they had I don't that, that. Think I know this. Like yeah, you had to like grab the slip out yeah, of an envelope. Yep. And you would take it to like a special counter, and they would go in the back and get you the video game. Yeah. I feel like where I grew up, there wasn't a Toys R Us. We, we grew up in Philadelphia. Yeah, there's a Toys R Us right. ten minutes away from my house. We went I there. I remember a lot. having a KB Toys. We had oh, see, we had both. KB Toys was legit too. Yeah. I loved KB Toys. Oh, I miss that store so much. Anywho. Back Anywho. To the, back to Turbo Man. That's where the bomb threat comes in. Matt, yep. you want to explain that? Sure. So Myron says there's many packages that come through the mail every year, especially during Christmas, that are suspicious. And he believes he has a bomb. So he then uh, threatens everybody there. The police force show up. He says that it's a bomb. They, Myron gets away. So does, I was almost going to say Jordan. I don't know who Jordan is. Who's Jordan? So does Howard. And then the main police officer that we have seen multiple times um, throughout the movie so far in compromising positions picks up the bomb, says, ah, I was on a bomb squad for 10 years. This this, this isn't a bomb. And then it proceeds to blow up in a comedic fashion. Yes. And only he blows up and nobody else one foot, like two feet away from him. Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones over here. So then we get to the parade. No. Uh, well, no? Howard comes home first. Howard comes home first. That's and right. And breaks into Ted's house. And played by Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman is amazing in this movie. Right. Died too young. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. That whole thing is a shame. Britt actually watched a. I did watch a documentary, like a documentary about it. About it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he died uh, two years later, actually, right? Yeah. That was one of. Oh. Not one of his last roles, but definitely the last Inter- couple. Interestingly enough, um, I believe his last role was. Well, his last movie role was another movie that's actually centered around toys. Small Soldiers. That is correct. Yeah. That is a really weird movie. Yeah. Yes. But Very ph- weird. Phenomenal as well. Yes. Um, yeah, Phil Hartman is great. He plays like a single, a newly single dad, I believe. Yeah, he's, he's kind of the town whore, actually. Yes. But, um, he, multiple women are throwing themselves at him. Besides, what's her name? Liz. Besides Liz. besides Liz. And he only has eyes for Liz. Yeah. And Liz is not interested in any way shape or form she might think about it a little bit because howard's playing games but my favorite line i think of like well everybody's favorite line of course the cookies right right Brittany? put that cookie down now <laughs> when when ted's making the sugar cookies and howard calls in and another great phone line is when howard calls and the son picks up and this is where the, what's the reindeer's name? Ted. Uh, Ted, Ted as well, right? Yes. So he asks, well, where's mom? He's like, oh, he's next door petting Ted, <laughs> which is, you know, the kid's best performance in the movie because. Not much. Yeah. He doesn't even do the Turbo Man hand sign, right? No, he doesn't. <sighs> like, what is he doing? Um, so sad. Yeah, back to Phil Hartman, though. Um, again, doing my research, I read that uh, he. Originally read for the role of Myron. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. He, he read for that role. And, That's uh, crazy. They didn't think he was a good fit. And then he read for uh, Ted and they said thought he was perfect. I, You know what? I I mean, we would never know, but I kind of agree, I there, guess. There's a lot of weird casting things I read. Um, The producer, Chris Columbus, originally wanted a, he, he wanted Joe Pesci for the role of Myron. I could see that. 
him and Sinbad have like a similar delivery, similar they voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess Joe Pesci's like, well, you're the Home Alone guy, so. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, they I think someone's team thought that the size difference between the two between Arnold and <laughs> Joe Pesci was too ridiculous. You know, not discounting like twins. <laughs> That's right. Right, right. I was gonna say Dan DeVito and, right, and, and yeah. Arnold, and then they they did two movies together, yeah. right? Yeah, it was twins and uh, Junior, right? Junior, Where, right? He's pregnant. Where he's pregnant. That's oh, so man. weird. Yeah, Arnold did like a very maybe that's why he never went back to comedy. Maybe like he did. Then he did action movies for a while, and then he became the governor, right? Yeah, so, and, um, yeah, yeah. And Sinbad's team they were actually concerned that this role would would kind of ruin him because he had he sort of had this like comedic, this like family friendly right persona, and they thought that like him being a bad guy would sort of ruin. Come him. on! But he he read the role and he thought people would sympathize with the character, which I think sort of does happen. Yeah, if you'll bad for this guy who's down on his luck and can't come through for his kid he's just trying he's trying yeah. his hardest just like a lot of parents do they work their asses off and to get toys for kids and they want them to appreciate it i'm like i've been there asked for stuff now i see the other side of it mm-hmm. and i hear like all the time like the, the lol dolls and the brats dolls and the the i can't even keep up with like the stuff that's hard to find that kids are asking for it's insane nintendo switches a couple years ago <laughs> now ps5s and like the new Xbox, yeah. and you still can't get a PS5. Anyway, so Howard gets back. He breaks into Ted's house because he knows there's a Turbo Man nestled very safely under that tree. <laughs> nestled safely under our tree. But when he does this, the most ridiculous and best scene in the entire movie happens. Ted, the reindeer, breaks in. Thank you for specifying. Exactly. I got to make sure that people know it's audio only. Breaks in, starts chasing Howard around. Balthazar gets decapitated, goes into the fire. When all this is happening, there's cowerlers out front singing about their figgy pudding to their you know, little heart's content. And then Balthazar's head flies out the window on fire, which is very, you know, very symbolistic, I guess. I don't know. And then, of course, Ted looks the human Ted goes down and <laughs> picks up his head while still is smoking. I don't know how he would burn his hands, but then it's Balthazar. Which is just—it's kind of funny that you noted that Ted had just come from watching Carol's Carol's Car- Carolers sing go. to his empty house. <laughs> right, that was kind of weird, and he was trying to hit on Liz at the same time. Yeah. Which, was, yeah, I'm shocked Howard didn't see that. And then Liz sees this; she's really pissed at him, and it's kind of like I'm taking my son to the parade. I don't want to see you like. Like, it might be dumb between them. Like, I don't know. Like, it just feels like this is the last certainly, straw. Certainly marriage on the rocks at that point. You oh, know? There, it's, 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 it's not doing well. She may have taken off the wedding ring. We, we, we don't know. <laughs> we, we're, we're not privy to the information. Right. right. <laughs> but her and Ted go in the same car. Right. They go in the same car. She wants to ride with Ted. So now you're wondering if she finally might have eyes for Ted. The human, not the reindeer. <laughs> We get to the parade. They were literally pointing out every single character that was marching down the parade. Yes. We had Sonic. We had Gumby. We had Leonardo. Um, we had Leonardo. The turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no you, no turtle. belt. Not DiCaprio. No. <laughs> that would have been great. What if? He actually. I would have loved it. What if he played a little kid? That would have been pretty good. Five-star classic. <laughs> <laughs> But he, knows how to act. but he plays a kid like I guess by then Leo would be like what 15 like or Probably, 16 yeah, I mean, yeah. he know. could do it yeah. yeah did you see Gilbert Grape very very convincing True. right we just talked about that because he was really going to be in I suppose we could google it we watched too many movies to be able to just 
DiCaprio actually turned down uh, the Hocus Pocus role. That's it. That's it. I knew it was recent. Yeah, and he said something about like he wanted to. He should. Yeah. They he, tell him not to turn down a movie, especially a Disney movie. Yeah. He was like, "What the hell was I thinking?" Like, and it was just to audition for Gilbert Grape, not even for a role. Really? They, they they guaranteed him the role in Hocus Pocus. They said, "This is the role is yours." You can see the similarities between him and oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, the guy's name. I don't remember his name. Yeah, we saw Paddington. We saw The Tick. We saw like Sonic the Hedgehog, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Rock from Sonic Robots. And the kids get excited and high-five over the cat and the hat. I'm like, okay. I guess reading's, you know, reading's fundamental. So we have this parade. And everybody's waiting for not Santa Claus at the end, but for Turbo Man at the end. So then we see this thing of... Howard gets to parade, right? And he somehow, some way, uh, trying to avoid the police again, goes backstage and they think he's the guy that's now going to be Turbo Man in the parade. So Howard gets dressed up for the Turbo Man thing and then the, the lookalike Jim Carrey guy is telling him, like, oh, we hope the the, the original guy is okay. He's showing some brain activity, which is kind of funny. To, uh, to sort of backtrack here, I'm kind of surprised that um, you glossed over the fact that when Liz and Ted got to the parade, that's he took that chance to finally he did make take his the move chance. on Liz. He made his move. To which he smacked him in the face with a... Uh, he got nogged. Yeah. He got <laughs> he, nogged. He did get nogged. Yeah, he, he got said, nogged in the noggin. <laughs> yeah. He did. Um, Liz was not having it at all. And uh, he proclaimed that did not go as he had hoped. No, not at all. He shot his shot. I mean... Yeah. Sometimes you got it. You know? Yeah. You one shot, one opportunity. What's um? I mean, that could either be Eight Mile or it could be Hamilton. You could go either way with that joke. I was going Eight Mile, but Hamilton is delightful as oh, well. Love Hamilton. Chris Parnell, Jingle All the Way, was his very first movie role. Yeah, it's Chris Parnell, SNL. There's a connection there. He was also in the. He was in the Lazy Sunday song, wasn't he? I think so. It was him and Sambra, right? Yeah. Howard is now Turbo Man, mm-hmm. and he's on the float. He's waving to everybody. He's doing the correct hand sim- hand signal on his head. And then realizes with the Gilbert Godfrey, you know, voice alike, you know, booster. Certainly, which, had, certainly had me fooled. You know, right. When I was, when I was it's actually kid. apparently Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. My dad told me every single time he watched it because that was one of his favorite movies. Um, but then a Turbo Man special edition comes out of the ground of the float. Ginormous Turbo it's Man. It's very big. And Booster then tells Turbo Man, well, are you going to pick a kid? Because one recipient will get the special Turbo Man special edition. He's scanning the crowd, and then he sees his son. So he points his son out, and his stupid friend thinks it's him. And he's like, no, it's not me. He's pointing at me. They actually say his name because they raised his microphone. Jamie! Jamie! You know, you know what gets me? What? This, this is what? Minneapolis, right? Yes. Because, yeah, Mall of America, right? Yeah. Um, Cold? Yeah, he doesn't just say Jamie. He talks numerous times as Turbo Man. Is there like another giant Austrian man living in this <laughs> in this town? That, right, that nobody knows, right? His, his dumbass son doesn't doesn't know who he is. Well, as we said, um, I don't think it could go one of two ways: as a joke or serious, where his dad never shows up to anything, so he doesn't even recognize his own father. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's a good point. That it could be really deep because his his work is his family and not his actual family. Um, it's, it's still a very specific accent. Jamie is just so I, blinded by. Jamie could be blinded by the obsession with Turbo Man. Yeah. I know I was with Power Rangers. I could give probably two shits of what my dad was doing, but when they revealed who the White Ranger was, that's all I cared about, right? Tommy. Yeah. Oh, so good. And then he had a cliffhanger 
where like they about to show you the face and then to be continued. Speaking of which, I was I was at Power Rangers uh, Christmas special. It was actually pretty good. They had a Hanukkah song in there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dang, I, I gotta watch. I that. don't think it was, and it's always the Dreidel song. It was not. But yeah, picks Jamie. He, you know, everything's great, and then here comes the mentor, but it's not the mentor. It's actually Myron dressed as the mentor, and he's trying to get the Turbo Man. That's right. And uh, he d- during this, song. he actually utters my favorite line in the movie, which is he, he stares right at him, at him, and he goes, uh, "Ta ta, Turtle Man." <laughs> <laughs> and and that Sinbad voice gets me every time, every single time. <laughs> me as well. So we have this, you know, shenanigans of they're climbing buildings, and no cops are doing a goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, they thought it was part of the it, the show. Right. It's like a skit. Arnold figures out he has an actual working jetpack, and then it gets a little over the top. It gets a little crazy. He goes through, like, this poor family's trying to have a Christmas dinner at 11 o'clock in the morning during a parade. And for <laughs> some- How would they be sitting at the table eating their dinner yeah. and not even looking out the window at the right. parade? And that looked pretty good. There's, like, pineapples on a ham. Yeah. Like, I don't know what was happening. Right, they're all about to say grace, but eh, to each its own. Probably, probably not what they were praying for. So yeah, it, maybe the kid prayed for Turbo Man. Yeah, he you never know. You never know. But yeah, you know, we get near the end, and Jamie almost dies. Jamie almost dies. I think Who, that would have been a better ending, honestly. I think it would have been good, you know. And then Myron could have got, you know, they could have skipped the whole thing. But yeah, he gets the Turbo Man. Um, but then we realize that well, we don't realize. We know he finally realizes it's actually his dad. When he takes his mask off and Whoa. still his surprise, wife. Surprise. Wow. His own wife doesn't recognize him. Again, there could be reasons for that. Howard. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she has a famous Howard line. And then all of a sudden Christmas is saved somehow, some way because he, you know, hijacked a, a float and stole a toy. But Jamie actually ends up. Not wanting the Turbo Man. I don't know why, because he complained about the whole freaking movie. Because he has a real Turbo Man at home. Exactly. And then he gives the Turbo Man to Myron as he's getting arrested. And to your point, oh, oh, little Jimmy, you can have this Turbo <laughs> Man, but daddy's going to be in jail. I, I think it was brilliant to that, actually. But uh, It was me. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I think his priorities weren't really in the right place. He was more not concerned about not getting his child the toy that he wanted as opposed to you know not being with his child on Christmas because yeah. he's sitting it's in a jail cell. It's fine because it's Christmas Eve. It's fine. He'll get out, right? Imagine yeah. the alimony payments now. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the alimony payments because his wife slept with everyone in the post office except, except for him. Except him. <laughs> right. Wow, what an adult joke. Like That was, <laughs> that was blatant. It wasn't even hidden. So, yeah, then we get back, and, and this is what I was wanted to say during um, – the movie was so. This just completely fixes everything he's ever did to his kid. They just shows up until and, the next time he disappoints him, right? So like, and then like she's completely happy with him, and it's like everything's perfect. I'm like, eh, is it just her? Like, hey, we don't really have more time. We have to like finish the movie. Well, maybe see, seeing him in that Turbo Man outfit kind of un- unleashed something, in right? Kind of like when when yeah. Buzz Lightyear hits the button in the, yeah. you know. <laughs> They pop Spr- out. Pop out. It's, I mean, I, I don't know if anything popped out there, but it's, it's a PG movie. Yeah, it is a PG movie. You know, maybe it's. Brittany's know. got her her head in her hands over there. <laughs> I do. What do you think about the ending, Britt? What do I think about the ending? I told you that Jamie should have died. Okay, that's a little. It's mean. a fair assessment. <laughs> but that would mean the whole movie was for nothing, though. True. 
And he does a really gym. cool bedroom. Speaking of being for nothing, I believe my observation was that you know, he went through all that trouble and ris- risked a lot to yeah. get Jamie that toy. And, and he just gives he it away. He turns around and gives it away yeah, to some guy who tried to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Unsuccessfully. Yeah. If that's not the Very summary true. of this movie, yeah. I don't know what is. I, s- I feel like he's a little ungrateful jerk. Yeah. Who whines nonstop. You always break your promise then. <laughs> Oh, no, he didn't, because he got him the Turbo Man doll, did he not? Always keep promises if you want to keep your friends. Who? What? He doesn't have any friends. He has that stupid kid next door. Johnny is, right? Johnny, what a one-dimensional character. But, um, so everybody's, you know, hey, yeah, whatever, Christmas is saved, and then we get back, and for the, I think one of the very early post-credit scenes in, in, in movies at all. Yeah, one of the first. I, I didn't even know this existed until, like, maybe five or six years ago, where... The stars on the tree. Everybody's happy. It's the three of them, family mm-hmm. time. And then she says to her husband, "Hey, if you went through all that trouble to get him something, I wonder what you got me." Zooms in on Arnold. He's in trouble. He has to go back to the office to get some earrings. I don't know what he what he has to do, but well, it's Christmas Eve night. I don't know what he's gonna he'll, expect. He'll, he'll, he'll figure it out. This has a whopping sixteen percent of Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> really. That That's blasphemy. Is blasphemy? Yeah, is it the best Christmas movie? We Some talked about this at the beginning. Yes. Someone else say it's better than Elf. Not with sixteen percent. Like, come on. That's really low. Whoa. It's a lot worse. Whoa, it's even better. It shares the exact same Rotten Tomato score I rating. I do not like where this is going. As Home Sweet Home Alone. That's bullshit. Well. Anyways, so we talked a lot about Jingle All the Way. Um, please go watch it if you have it in a it's while. So great. It's fine. I know that the plot is stupid, but it's entertaining. So we had a good time. I hope everybody uh, enjoyed your Christmas. You're probably listening to this after Christmas because everybody's so busy. Hopefully you went to Walmart, looked for Turbo Man yourself. Yes, because you can find a couple. At Walmart exclusive? Yeah. It is Walmart exclusive. We're going to post a picture of it. And the Funko and a Pop. Inches. 13 and a half inches. We're talking about the Turbo Man. And uh, <laughs> hopefully it's turbo time in your time zone. Um, yeah. If you're 13 and a half inches, it's turbo time. Oh, it's Some people were surprised to learn that's what 13 and a half inches looks like. <laughs> God. <laughs> Rename nameless. I was surprised. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, but before we do, I just have uh, one public service announcement to make. Um, be careful with DoorDash, okay? <laughs> that's <laughs> Let's just say we try to order some food hold and on. hold on, hold on. Hold okay, on. DoorDash is fine. DoorDash is fine. The right, problem right, right. is the when you would go to, let's say, for example, hypothetically, you were to order Chipotle, all right, and you would you would order your Chipotle through the Chipotle app and you would get it delivered because hypothetically it has zero dollar delivery fee. Hypothetically. But hypothetically. <laughs> Chipotle partners with DoorDash, so the DoorDash person is delivering your hypothetical Chipotle to you, and they just never give you your food. If you are going to order DoorDash, order it through the DoorDash app. And hypothetically, if your food is hypothetically delivered and you go hypothetically out front and it's hypothetically not there, you get really angry and sad. And Especially hungry. if you've been waiting for it, you hypothetically. You walk up down a cul-de-sac. You hypothetically looking at everyone's door to see if they have your Chipotle. Yeah, and your neighbors are looking at you, wondering why you're looking at them. All hypothetical. All right, Neil, do you want to tell the people what you got going on? We got this camera, this camera, (laughs) this camera, this camera. 
I have nothing going on <laughs> in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Well, you know, just go to yeah. work, come home. Yeah. That's know. it. Hang out with animals. What? <laughs> hang, out, hang out with elephants. That's no way to talk. I was going to say, it's no way to talk about your roommates and friends. Um, but, yeah, you're on the socials, right? You're on, on all the things. Yeah. Um, Don't look for me. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to anyone who celebrates Christmas. Yes. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy late Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing oh, yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Could be listening on Boxing Day. That's December 26th. Yeah. That could be today for you. We love Boxing Day. We have one more episode of the Hashtag Carousel of Christmas. We're going to be watching a couple Chris- movies after Christmas. We only have six left, right? Only so six. So we got that. I hope you enjoy like uh, my plethora of social media posts i've gone a little overboard but now after that last episode i'm gonna chill for a little bit take a little bit of a break and we're gonna come back with a new episode i didn't even tell Brittany yet we're gonna watch all the screen movies <gasps> and wow. do an episode those are my favorite are they and, really? that, and that's coming out the new screen movie is coming out i believe january 14th really yeah it's coming oh that's gonna be my favorite episode yeah i mean it's so easy to watch this so be on the lookout for that um yeah and then uh we might probably stay to like maybe one maybe two episodes a month and really take our time and and home the craft i don't think that's the right word but anyways that's right all right so um let's do our outro so neil thank you again for uh you know guest starring thank tonight. you for having me. no problem thanks happy. for coming neil it was yeah. super fun it yeah. was happy festivus yeah exactly i might get that when i watch soccer but uh like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Go back and check out all our other episodes. And make sure to follow Brittany on TikTok. At the Great Brit. At the Great Brit. And we'll, we'll see, see ya at, at the, the movies. movies. Happy New Year.